With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege uh, that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio to open God's eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning our Bible again to the book of John chapter number 3 and verse number 16. And we're looking at one of the greatest verses in the entire Word of God. John chapter 3, verse number 16, the Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we're looking at the subject, the world's greatest story. I'm dealing with seven thoughts from this verse of Scripture. Let me give you them by breaking down the verse. In the first two words, for God, we see the world's greatest person. Then in the phrase, soul of the world, we see the world's greatest passion. And then we look at the phrase that he gave his only begotten son. That's the world's greatest presentation. Then in the phrase that whosoever is the world's greatest prospect. And then the phrase, believeth in him, is the world's greatest plan. Then the words, should not perish, is the world's greatest promise. And then the phrase, but have everlasting life, is the world's greatest possession. We have already looked at the first two. We saw the world's greatest person, and I just mentioned these very briefly so we can move on in our study of the Word of God. I pointed out to you in the words, for God, we see the world's greatest person. And I said that because the Word of God teaches us that He is God the Creator. He's the Most High God. He's the Almighty God. He is the Jehovah God, that is the self-existent God that revealeth Himself. He is the everlasting God. He is the unchanging God. And Jeremiah said in chapter 10, verse 6, and in verse number 7, There is none like unto thee, O Lord. So we see the world's greatest person in John 3, 16. Then we look second at the world's greatest passion. The world's greatest love story is given to us here in John 3, 16. I said to you on the broadcast yesterday, there have been many great writers who have written their love stories, some novels, some fiction, and some true accounts of personal experiences of passion. Then I went to the Word of God, and I pointed out some great passion stories in the Bible. There's a story of Adam. His love for Eve was so great 
that he stepped down from his innocent position and became a sinner to redeem her back to himself and back to God. And then we looked at Jacob, who loved Rachel so much that he worked 14 years for her. Then we looked at Boaz, how that he overlooked the fact Ruth was a Moabitess, and he loved her in spite of what she was and married her. And then we looked at Hosea, whose wife Gomer had left him and gone astray, a type, of course, of the nation of Israel in that book of Hosea, when Gomer had lived her life of adultery and sin and wickedness, no longer men would be attracted to her. And then her slave master put her on the auction block for sale. And Hosea went down and redeemed her to himself, bought her, paid the price, forgave her of all that she had done, took her home with her, and they lived happily ever after. And then I pointed out to you, my friend, that the Lord Jesus Christ in John 3.16 gives to us a greater love story. Christ stepped down farther than Adam stepped down. And he stayed longer than Jacob did. And he overlooked the fact that you and I were sinners and aliens and foreigners and strangers. And he loved us in spite of what we was. And though we've gone astray many times, He's always been faithful to hear our cry and our call and forgive us when we turn to him with repentance and faith. So you are the world's greatest person. You are the world's greatest passion. Then I want you to notice number four. In John 3.16, there's a phrase that he gave his only begotten son. Here we have the world's greatest presentation. In the gift presentation, there are three things that are absolutely necessary for a gift presentation to be completed. Number one, there has got to be a lover who loves enough to present them with a gift. Number two, there has got to be a gift. Then number three, there has got to be a receiver for the gift presentation to be completed. And may I say to you, in the day in this verse, God the Father is the lover. For God so loved the world that he gave. Or in this verse, God the Son is the gift. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son then who are the receivers? That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Not a select few, but whosoever. Here you have the greatest giver for God's soul of the world that he gave. You have the world's greatest gift. He gave his only begotten son. But my attention falls upon the receiver. May I say to you in the normal gift presentation, the person who receives a gift has some worthiness and some deserving of the gift that is being presented to them. But friend, I want to tell you when God chose to give his gift to the world, he did not give his gift to those who deserve it. 
and to those who had merited it. But he gave his gift to his enemies. So God the Father gives a lost and dying world his only begotten Son. And then who is the recipient? That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. May I say to you, dear sinner, today, you are one of those that God included when he gave the gift of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, on the cross of Calvary. You see, one of the great differences in this gift presentation, we wrap our gifts on Christmas Day and put them under the tree to be given out to those that we love. But friend, I want to tell you, God wrapped his gift in swaddling claws and laid him in a manger. And may I say it, pointed him toward the tree of Calvary, the old rugged cross that Christ would die on. Who did he have in mind? Not just the rich, not just the notable, not just the rulers and the respected, but no, my friend, for those who were ruined by sin, rebels by nature, God loved them, and he gave his son Jesus to die for them. I want to say to you today, as you hear this preacher's voice on your radio, God loved you. You can put your name in there. For God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son that if you would believe in him, you, dear sinner, do not have to perish in the flames of hell, but you can turn from your sin to the Savior and God's great love and his son Jesus Christ will receive you and forgive you and cleanse you from all sin and convert you from a sinner to a saint and birth you into the family of God. I'm saying, my friend, the world's greatest person is when a sinless God gave his sinless son for a sinful people. And he makes no restriction. No, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that brings me down to the phrase, whosoever. And here we see not only there's the world's greatest person, and the world's greatest passion, and the world's greatest presentation, but use the world's greatest prospect. Oh, it thrills my soul to tell you this today. You cannot find a sinner that God does not love. And you cannot find a sinner that Christ did not die for. And you cannot find a sinner that if they, through faith and repentance, knocked at the door of grace and mercy today, that God would turn them away and say, there's no hope for you. There's no help for you. Dear sinner, hear me. I do not care what your past has been. I do not care what your present involvement is. I don't even care what your plans are. God can take care of your past. God can take care of your present. And God can take care of your plans in one experience of salvation by the Lord Jesus Christ. When you come to the book of John, chapter number 3, 
you find their salvation for the respected men like Nicodemus. When you come to John chapter number 4, you learn there's hope and help and salvation for the ruined people like the woman of Samaria who had been married five times and is now living with a man to whom she is not even married to. When you come to John chapter number 5, you find there's hope and help for those who are restricted in the sense that they cannot get to God by themselves. And that's a picture of all of us. But I want to tell you, the Lord Jesus Christ died for all men because all were sinners. You come to the book of Acts and you find a religious man by the name of Saul of Tarsus, and God saved him. You look in Luke chapter number 15, and you see a rebel that we know is a prodigal son, and God saved him. Sinner, what I'm saying to you today is I don't care what position of life you hold. I don't care where you fit at on the ladder of society. God loves you. Christ died for you. You're included in this whosoever will. And if you'll humble yourself before God and call out for mercy and salvation, God will save you this very moment. Don't put it off. Do it now. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. Save every sinner listening today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Are you not aware?